Welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I watch movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I review 1995's Bad Boys. All right, Bad Boys, 1995. You know how I like to do it. I like to talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. A movie just really is a movie I shouldn't have been watching <laughs> as a child, you might say. But how I saw it was I saw it on HBO, I believe. Was it HBO? I believe I saw it on HBO as a kid, like a year later. I remember that the first time I was it the first time I saw Bad Boys? I think I remember the first time I saw Bad Boys, I had a loose tooth that I was dealing with. And I was trying to pull the loose tooth out. And my, my dad was trying to pull the loose tooth out and all this stuff. And so that kind of distracted me from my first, you might say my first, my initial uh, viewing of Bad Boys. But anyway, yeah, that's how I saw it. My parents saw it. In the, I remember my parents saw it in the theater. They didn't take me because they rarely took me to see rated R movies. I think the only, I want to say the only rated R movie that my parents took me to see was Boomerang. <laughs> and I think they regretted that and they never took me to go see a rated R movie ever again. <laughs> you know, So they kept it G, PG, and PG-13 for me. That's That was... That that was my that was my wheelhouse, but anyway, let's get into the movie. Not really gonna really like do like a whole review of the movie. You know, if you listen to the podcast, you know how this, you know how the podcast goes. I don't have to explain the shit to you. Let's just do it. But anyway, like I remember, I noticed the uh, I noticed in the opening credits, uh, like Will Smith, not Will Smith. I'm getting my I'm getting my black people mixed up. Martin Lawrence has the top billing. He gets top billing in the movie, and Will Smith gets second billing. Uh, I believe this is because Martin Lawrence was more of a bankable star at the time than Will Smith. Hard to believe, I know, right? Like, weird weird times, right? But Martin Lawrence was more bankable than Will Smith, but Martin Lawrence had a had the sitcom. Will Smith had a sitcom, too. But Martin Lawrence also had... Uh, he also proved he also proved he could be bankable because he had his uh, comedy uh, concert movie "You So Crazy" out at the time. Also, I believe that came out like a year before Bad Boys. So, like he proved they could be bankable. "You So Crazy" made a lot of money, um, but Will Smith had hadn't proved himself yet. I think the only movie I think the only two movies that he'd done before Bad Boys was. A movie called Made in America with uh, Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Ted Danson. And he's barely in that movie. I want to say he's like background in that movie. And it's him and Nia Long are like uh, best friends or something like that in that movie. And like, because Nia Long finds out that Ted Danson's her dad. And I'm like, I'll go into that when we do a Made in America review, I guess. But that was, the only, that was one of the movies he did. And another movie, the other movie was, uh, God dang it, I forgot, the, I forgot the name of it right now. <laughs> As I talk about it, I forgot the name of it. 
It's uh uh because uh, it's, it's the movie where he kisses uh I think Anthony Michael Hall in it like uh god dang he plays gay in the movie I forgot I forgot what the movie's called but and I can't th- I, I seriously can't think of it eight degrees was it called eight degrees of separation or six degrees six degrees of separation that's the name of the movie six degrees of separation he only did. Made in America and Six Degrees of Separation. Those are the only two movies that he's that he's done. And no, and I think he did another movie where he played like a kid in a wheelchair. And I can't name, I can't think of the name of that movie either. But like he's in that movie, he plays like a kid in a a wheelchair. I think he gets murdered in that movie. I'm not. I don't remember. I don't quite remember. But he's in that movie. But all three of those movies pretty much tanked at the box office. They didn't do well. So. Like Will Smith wasn't wasn't quite bankable yet. Uh, Will uh, Bad Boys is what made him bankable. So is that uh, from the start of the movie, you can see the chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Martin Lawrence plays Sergeant Marcus Burnett, and Will Smith plays Sergeant Mike Lowry. They're both sergeants because I looked at their badges. I'm not going to say detectives. Uh, <laughs> I looked at their badges. There's a part in the movie fast forwarding where Martin Lawrence, uh, Martin Lawrence's character, Marcus Burnett, shows his badge and it says sergeant on it. So he is Sergeant Marcus Burnett. That's his name. Uh, um, from the like, like from the start, these guys had chemistry. I heard that. If you if you watched interviews with them um, for Martin Lawrence and Will Smith when they were promoting Bad Boys for Life, I also saw Bad Boys for Life. I loved it. Thought it was a great film. Um, if you if you watched uh, interviews with them, uh, this was supposed to be a Martin Lawrence starring vehicle. Uh, Martin Lawrence was trying to find a partner to 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 do the movie with, and it was Martin Lawrence's sister. Who suggested Will Smith? He said he had dinner with Will. They they hit it off, and the rest is history at that point. So, and you can see it. You can see it on the um on the screen. And I love that. I love it when you know that actors have chemistry on on. I've, and I've talked about this before. I've talked about this before with House Guests with Sinbad and Phil Hartman. Those guys have chemistry, man. Those guys, you tell those guys have chemistry on and off the set. Uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, Rush Hour, they have chemistry on and off the set. I, I'm trying to think of another movie uh, that I remember. No, it was uh, Money Talks. I remember I reviewed Money Talks like a couple months back, and I was talking about the chemistry between Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen. And I was like, you could tell that those guys did not have chemistry because the chemistry did not flow on set you can tell like it didn't it didn't flow in the movie pretty much it didn't like the movie you couldn't see you couldn't see the chemistry it was all choppy uh, you could tell like probably uh uh charlie sheen got on chris tucker's fucking nerves you know <laughs> you can tell it, it just shows the tension shows in the movie but I, that's what i love i love when the two stars of the movie have chemistry on and off set and even when they do interviews, you can tell they, they they got chemistry with each other. It's it's just fucking oozing out of the camera. It's oozing out of the screen. But anyway, you got that, and then you get to the then you get to the bad guys. You get to the bad guys. The bad guys are something out of a Saturday morning cartoon. 
They really are. They are really... They are Saturday morning cartoon villains. I'm I'm really surprised <laughs> that they didn't make bad boys action figures so they could capitalize on these goddamn villains. <laughs> you know, it's like they were it's like they were fighting like Skeletor and his minions or Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady or some shit. <laughs> really, I was like these 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 are some real Saturday morning cartoon ass villains. They really are. I was like, man. But anyway, uh, like you get these villains. They're uh, they're they're like breaking into the Miami PD precinct. There's a security guard there who farts and then gets stabbed in the neck. I don't I don't know why. I don't know why that happens. I don't know why you had to have the security guard fart and then die. That was kind of weird. To me but Michael Bay this is Michael Bay's first film also so this is this is where the Bayism begins um we get that we get all that stuff they still they 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 uh steal some heroin I don't know much about drugs but I, I thought I thought they stole cocaine but it was heroin <laughs> somebody stole somebody stole their heroin but anyway um we go back to uh, Marcus's house. Marcus is trying to get some lovey love from his wife, played by Teresa Randall. And who could blame you? It's fucking Teresa Randall. Another movie where I get to talk about Teresa Randall. It's my moment to shine, people. It's my moment to shine. I talked about her in Space Jam. Now I get to talk about her in bad boys oh my god this woman is fucking beautiful (laughs) that's all i got to say man like Teresa randall is fucking beautiful like and it's kind of a shame that she doesn't get as many roles as she used to she's in bad boys for life that's like and she's still fucking hot in bad boys for life uh and that's probably the last time you'll see her until Bad Boys 4 because she doesn't get a lot of roles and it's a goddamn shame. Uh, but anyway, he's trying to, he's trying to, uh, Marcus is trying to get ass from his wife, uh, played by Teresa Randall, who is named Teresa. I guess they couldn't f- come up with a name for her, and so they just named her Teresa. Um, Mike Lowry shows up. Mike Lowry is a ladies' man. He's like, because like it's it's like a dynamic between the two marcus burnett's the family man he's the man with the with 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 the suburb home he's got the wife and the three kids he's 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 settled down mike is the ladies man he loves to be a womanizer he dresses flashy we also find out that he's like a rich kid like his parents left him some money still don't they never explain what happened to mike's family they never explain what happened to mike's parents in any of the movies even if you watch bad boys for life they don't explain what happened to his parents i don't know if his parents like died in a car accident i don't know they were murdered i don't know what happened to mike lowry's parents but they left him money and they were rich so he's so like he spends their money that spends the money they left for them to buy like designer suits and fucking cars or as a 
as uh martin lawrence says it just looks like a shiny dick with two seats <laughs> that was a quote i love that i like this movie this movie's still fucking funny like it's still fucking hilarious um we got like two cuban cops that they always crack on a lot of people uh, say that that shit is like racist. I hear a lot of people like, why do they gotta k- crack on the cute two Cuban cops? That's racist, but I don't really give a shit. But anyway, um, you also get uh, Joe Pantheonalo as Captain Howard. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. He's just hilarious in all these movies. Uh, from one to three, just Captain Howard is fucking hilarious. Joey Pants is the man. Um, so like they find out like like somebody stole the heroin and all that shit, you know. I'm not even I'm not gonna go into like a whole like big old essay about the movie, but um anyway, like so uh Burnett and Lowry have to find out who stole the heroin. Okay? Like they gotta find out who stole the heroin. And so Mike is talking to some girl to get some information. Some a girl named Maxie. I guess Maxie is a prostitute. Mike just willy nilly knows prostitutes for some reason. I don't. I don't get it. I guess. And I think he's actually in love with this prostitute for some reason. I. I, I guess he tried the merchandise. I guess he tried the merchandise and it was good. I guess that's what happened. But um. Oh yeah, another uh, another fun fact about this movie that this movie was originally supposed to star Phil Hartman and John Lovitz. I believe Phil Hartman was supposed to be Mike Lowry, and John Lovitz was supposed to be uh, Marcus Burnett. I don't know how that would have. I don't know how that would have came out. <laughs> really, I I don't know what that would have what that would have been. I, I could just hear. I can't really hear Phil Hartman saying Will Smith's lines. He was like, "I like it up. I like it up close and personal, baby. That's what I like to do. I don't like this marksman crap." And then John Lovitz saying stuff like, "You forgot your boarding pass." I don't, I I just can't. I just don't see it. I'm glad they didn't go that route because that movie wouldn't have made any fucking money. That would have been like some Saturday Night Live shit. Nothing against Saturday Night Live, but their movies don't do well. Anyway, um, so you got that. Uh, you get a little little thing where Marcus makes fun of Mike for being rich and shit. And he's like, you just a rich kid playing cop and all this shit. But anyway, um, move on. Uh, uh, Maxie, uh just so happens to get her friend uh julie mixed up with the bad guys because mike wants maxie to get some information about the bad guys maxie gets killed like the main by the main villain the main villain shoots her and he shoots this crooked cop that led them to the drugs pretty much julie sees it happen she runs and she gets away uh they go to the crime scene uh mike and uh marcus go to the crime scene mike sees maxie's dead body and now he wants revenge he wants revenge uh julie calls the precinct 
she's asking for Mike. Uh, the captain answers. Marcus is there. Marcus has to pretend to be Mike now. So, because, like, if Julie doesn't speak to Mike Lowry, she's going to walk. And she's just going to go get away and try to hide, I guess. I don't know where she thinks she was going. But anyway, uh, so Marcus has to pretend to be Mike. So, he goes to, uh, he goes to Julie's house uh, pretends to be Mike Lowry because I'm Mike Lowry. So uh, that was weird, but uh, <laughs> I know. But it was, it was, I guess. But anyway, uh, so he pretends to be, he pretends to be Mike. The bad guy show up at Julie's house because they know where she lives. Uh, Marcus gets her out of there. Shoots one of the bad guys in the process. Uh, Marcus takes uh, Julie over to Mike's place. Uh, Mike is like n- gone from this movie for at least about a good five to I want to say ten minutes of the movie. We don't see Mike Lowry because he gets he goes to investigate something and he gets knocked out by one of the henchmen. So he's gone, and I pretty much think I pretty much think this was like some time to just give Mike to give uh. Uh, Martin Lawrence time to do his Martin Lawrence shtick cause for a good about 10 minutes he does his little Martin Lawrence shtick you know like I got this and you know bleed that and all that shit um, he does he, he pretty much does his thing but that's that uh, Mike gets to the precinct finds out that uh, Marcus has the witness in his house uh, the captain tells Mike and Marcus to switch places with each other to protect the witness. So Mike is now Marcus and Marcus is now Mike. Um, we get, uh, also I want to, I want to point out that Mike is low key, a fucking psych, uh, just a psychopath throughout all of these movies. He's a fucking psychopath. Cause they even talk about how many people Mike has killed. Like, he has a large body count. What makes me think that he he just became a cop just to murder people. Pretty much. Like, like did you become a cop just to murder people? I don't know. Uh, uh, so, they go to uh, this club called Club Hell. Because uh, Julie identifies one of the henchmen. is the same henchman, I believe, that Mike, knocked Mike out. Uh, when he went to go investigate uh, the, the one of the, uh, the, the 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 brothel, he went to go investigate a brothel, and then he got knocked out. But moving on, but like so, like Marcus and Mike go to get this suspect at this club called Club Hell, and they go and do that without fucking backup. I'm like, why would you go and arrest? A suspect without fucking backup is mind-boggling to me. I don't know why they would do that shit. But they went to go do that. Uh, the, the, the bad guys know they're there. They know what they look like. You know, you're in a, like, like, cause like the main bad guy rolls deep. I think his, I think his name is like Fouché, some French dude. And he, like, he rolls deep fucking deep 
He's even in a VIP room. You know, you're not going to get this guy. You know, I, I don't think they even had a warrant for his arrest. Uh, it's just very, very shitty cop work, pretty much. If they were real cops, they, they would be the shittiest cops ever. Because they went to go arrest this dude without... They went to go arrest this dude without backup. Julie shows up, too, and tries to kill the dude. Uh, and then they gotta run. Uh, and they end up killing the, the suspect that they gotta arrest. Anyway, he blows up in a fucking car while he's chasing him. So, like, that was that. I was like, that is the most... That is the shittiest police work I've ever seen. Really. Like, they're... They are. They're like, they should change this... Name of this movie from Bad Boys to Bad Cops. <laughs> so they should call it Bad Cops is what it should be. Anyway, they go back home. Julie is tempting Marcus with sex because I think she realizes that this is all a ruse. That uh, Marcus is not Mike Lowry. <laughs> she realizes this very quickly. I think she knew this from the start. That he was not Mike Larry. Uh, she even tempts him with uh, uh, puts thoughts in his head that 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 Mike is fucking his wife. So uh, Marcus thinks that Mike is fucking his wife and all this shit. Uh, very funny scene though. I I like the scene. It's very funny scene. Still funny. Um, they go and do a stakeout, but don't call back up again they don't call for backup again like they're doing a stakeout like they're gonna like they're gonna fucking go and arrest the guy and shit you know and they don't they don't go for back they don't call for backup again like i said it's the most shoddiest police work ever the bad guy sees them by the way like he, he sees them through binoculars he's like oh shit okay that's them follow them so he has his crew follow them but anyway yeah so like they're going down there like oh yeah we got all the shit we need now we're gonna go over there and we're gonna arrest these cats and i'm like dude you you're gonna go over there and arrest them just the two of y'all that's it that's all y'all gonna do uh by the way while all this is happening marcus's wife finds out that because marcus was supposed to be away in Cleveland on police business that's why that's the that's the excuse he gave his kids see him on TV <laughs> and so uh his wife goes to uh Mike's house and she sees uh Julie and I I this scene right here I don't know I'm gonna compose myself for a minute because there was just too much pretty on screen, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> like it was like uh, Teresa Randall and Taya Leone, who plays Julie, were fighting to see who has the prettiest eyes because they both have really pretty eyes. Uh, Teresa Randall has hazel eyes and. Taylor Leone has these icy blue eyes. You know, 
and it was like both of them are like fighting you like oh who has the prettiest eyes it's like like they stare each other to death to see who has the prettiest eyes i just wanted to point that out that they both had like really pretty fucking eyes but anyway uh so Teresa randall blows up marcus and mike spot she she funny scene though it's a funny it's a funny little um it's a funny little um back and forth they got because like because uh teresa randall's character who plays marcus's wife she thinks that julie marcus and mike are having like a devil's three-way pretty much because like marcus walks out with just the wife beater on and uh Mike walks out with like his shirt open and he, it was funny because he was like you see me I ain't got no shirt on and then you see Mike he half butt naked and then you see the little white girl so you think some freaky shit's going on here it's fucking hilarious I love it I love that part uh so uh Julie tries Julie leaves and she just like I've been tricked and all this shit you guys are fucking crazy and I'm not gonna deal with you guys anymore but then the bad guys show up at Mike's house and shoot the fucking place up. Uh, <laughs> they just shoot it up. They grab Julie. Uh, they got her. Um, so um, Marcus and Mike go running down. The, we get the famous chase scene. We get the iconic Will Smith running scene where he's running down the street with his shirt open. It's the iconic scene that made him a fucking star to be honest you know because even uh he was talking about that he didn't want to do that scene he didn't even want to uh have his shirt open to do the scene and he said that michael bay told him i'm trying to make you a fucking star damn it that's when michael bay told him and he made him a fucking star because that's the scene that everybody remembers and that's the scene that made him a fucking star (laughs) that's the scene that got him independence day the next year pretty much um so that's that julie's been kidnapped they didn't get her back uh they 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 the the bad guys talk about we're gonna make the heroin drop and all this shit and so Marcus and Mike gotta gotta race against the clock. They gotta get Julie back, and they gotta get that heroin before they make that drop and make all this money or whatever the fuck. Um, once again, Mike and Marcus go in to a fucking drug bust without backup. Just the two Cuban cops that they that they had with them. Uh, just the two Cuban cops that they that they just uh, that they make fun of it was just those four uh that was it that it was just those four they go and have like a big old fucking uh like gunfight just the four of them against like maybe like i want to say maybe like 50 guys four guys taking on 50 guys i i don't i don't know what that was about like i said they're the worst police officers ever this would if this would be reckless endangerment. This they, they would have like a whole bunch of suspensions, and that precinct would probably be shut down. Cause like, hey, um, you got some shitty cops over there, sir. You got some shitty cops. Uh, 
So they go, the whole place blows up. Martin, uh, Marcus, uh, Mike, and Julie get out, but I don't. I didn't see the um, the two Cuban cops get out. Uh, what are their names? Uh, Sanchez and Ruiz. Sanchez and Ruiz. I didn't see them get out of the building in time, so I'm guessing they died. <laughs> I was like, did the two Cuban cops die? That's something I never thought of. I was like, did those two Cuban cops die? Because I didn't see them get out of the building, and they're not in Bad Boys too. There's like two new Cuban cops in Bad Boys too. Uh, I did uh, I, so I'm guessing they're dead. Rest in peace to Sanchez and Ruiz. Uh, you, 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 you served your city well, I guess. But anyway, long story short, they, they, they catch the bad guys, kill the bad guys, and do all that shit. Uh, that's bad boys. Uh, this was clearly supposed to be a starring vehicle for Martin Lawrence. This was supposed to be Martin Lawrence's star-making movie, pretty much, but it ended up making Will Smith. Martin Lawrence didn't do bad. He still had his uh, sitcom, and he still went on to do a whole bunch of comedies where he's pretty much playing the same character, but still, he went on to do a whole bunch of other stuff, so, like, he wasn't hurt for anything. Overall, I still enjoy this movie. It's fun. Uh, Childhood me gives it a five. Adult me gives it a five also. Uh, if a, a, out of a one out of five still an enjoyable movie it's got a lot of rewatchable quality I laughed at a lot of the jokes they're still fucking funny uh, but that was Bad Boys join me again next week when I talk about another movie peace <laughs>